Welcome back to Anime Addict Podcast, and I am your host, Jerry. Oh, oh, we got another one here for you to line it up with the rest. It is Friday, so you know what that means. We are dropping solo leveling walkthrough number five, 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 five. Podcast number 12 on the list. Hey! So what are we doing today? Well... We left off at number 28, chapter 28, the last time we were together. So we're going forward and we're on 29. I'll stop now. I, I, I'm annoying myself doing that. I, I think I need to back off on the energy. I don't know why I have so much. I shouldn't. It's early in the morning. Like, Jesus. Go back to sleep, man. All right. So... Picking up at number nine, as we left off last time, we're about to go into a lovely dungeon, nice little arc into a dungeon, with uh, somebody who's got paid to kill off a couple people, a lot of money to kill off a couple people. We have our original group who survived the uh, first double dungeon, all back together again, all joining hands and feeling great. Not really, but still, they all came back together. We got a couple of, you know, you know, criminals. Criminal, criminal, criminal. Criminals coming up and, you know, making their way downtown. So here we go. Criminals are being let loose now. Beginning of chapter 29, and we got a little creepy guy with what looks to be blue hair. Honestly, I think his hair is blue. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to keep thinking it's blue. And just go for... for, for just go from there, okay? His hair's blue. I'm gonna call him blue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna invent nicknames for these people. You got a problem with that? Well, tell me that. That way I can, you know, learn how to say their names a little bit better. I'm not good at that. So, now we got Blue introducing himself to the rest of the group. And he's asking our boy, the mage, to lead the group. And, you know, the mage turns over to our boy, Jin Woo. And says, why, uh, uh, is it okay? Jim goes like, mister? Yeah, all good. He's bowing down to Jin Woo. You know, it's interesting. He's trying to gain some kind of feeling better almost because he feels like he let him down the last time. Uh, and Jin Woo's telling him, raise your head. Don't worry about it. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. Then he looks over to the other guys. These are the other two guys that survived with them. And he goes like, you don't have a problem with that. And he goes like, whatever. Do as you like. So, now we get to chapter 29. As soon as we go in there, we get these weird green guys. Like imps or something. You know, little weird green guys. And the guys, you know, the prisoners, are actually quite good. And they're enjoying this a lot. As you can see. The mage, oh, you know, he has the firepower and he does what he does. Our boy, Jin Wu, uh, not really doing too much. I don't see, I barely see him moving. Oh, he killed one person. He has a dagger. His dagger is out. And now we get a nice little conversation, so let's delve into it. It seems like Song has improved a lot. 
Where did you get such a good dagger? It's strange seeing the barehanded Song suddenly use a dagger. Is that so? Says Song. That's right. I didn't need to hear you even once. Are you sure you didn't train in martial arts while you were gone? Uh, I just do some exercises every day. I said it as a joke, but it looks like he's changed a lot. That's the mage talking to himself. You're different from Jin Wu I used to know. Not only his appearance, but his aura too. Is he really the son I knew? He used to have hopeless feeling to him, but now he has a relaxed sense to him. He's truly become a man. Yeah, there's a lot more than that. On the other hand, our girl, you know, she's scared of everything. Alright, so after the mage really goes through his own understandings of the people who he's now with, who are completely different from what they used to be, we get a split-up situation. We get a nice Scooby-Doo and the gang situation. Which avenue will everybody take? So, you know, the head guy, Mr. Blue, is saying, let's all split up. Everybody go different ways. Since this is, you know, relatively low dungeon, everybody shouldn't be in too much danger. And if you ain't get in danger, call out. So Blue is going to stay with the criminals while everybody else stays together. Jin Woo, this is where we get a look at his senses and we get those blue eyes. Those blue, blue, deep blue eyes. You know. So he says, let's take the path on the left. He agrees. We get a nice little close-up of the assassin, Mr. Blue. A nice little close-up of Jin Woo. They seem to be staring each other down. The other two guys... So, here's how it breaks down. There's three holes for everybody to travel down to. Jin Wu, the healer, and the mage go down to the left. The other two people from the original gate go down the middle. The three criminals go to the right. And Jin Wu already knows that the boss is at the end of the left path. You know, and he's looking to get rid of the boss. But he has something that's come up. Mr. Blue is worrying Jinwoo. It's like he feels weird about him. So he's just so we get a cutscene back to you know the dungeon with the the avenue with the criminals, and there's Mr. Blue just looking them over, looking and looking, and he's just taking everything in. He's not really doing much, but he gives us he starts to give us the creepy speech. There's no difference between humans and monsters. They're both insects. Can you guys kill children? What boring question are you asking us? Oh, that's right. It's a boring question. You will meet a hundred children in this dungeon from now on. What are you saying? Why are there children in a dungeon? Children are starved, so they'll, they will eat all your flesh. Can you kill those things? Of course! Kill them! We can kill them! That's right. The answer is you have to kill anyone to live. I'll have to report it like this to the Hunter's Guild. You guys here? Met a hundred goblins. Oh, shooky, shooky now! That, that was creepy. That was creepy. That was his nice little one-liner creepiness. Cut back to the other two. And they're together, chopping up some goblins. And we got our guy. Remember our guy with the sword? 
The one that didn't think much of Jinwoo that ran out, gave him his sword and just left. Well, he starts thinking about his whole situation. He starts saying that he is, he's weak for what he did and he's going to apologize. He's going to bow down to Song and apologize like he should. And, you know, he feels that this is what he has to do to feel better. And the other guys agreeing with him. This is what needs to be done. Oh, man. Those two dungeon tracks were connected. Oh, and they walk in on Mr. Blue. Oh, no. Oh, this is bad. Now we hit chapter 30. Our two guys who had just, you know, resolved themselves to apologizing for everything that has happened to, you know, our boy Jinwoo. Oh, man. They walk in on the Mr. Blue doing what he does. Walk in. They walk in on Mr. Blue holding one last of the criminals over his head by the neck. Like, this guy ain't weak. And... He kind of, they kind of surprised him. He wasn't expecting anybody else to be here. Oh, he chopped off his head. My God, right in front of them. And this sets off Jin Wu. Because he hears it. He hears the scream of one of them. And they start running. And as they come in, our boy Mr. Blue, with his speed, is about to kill the healer. And Jin Woo catches him mid-attack. The face on Mr. Boo is insane. He's like, huh? How did how did how did how did you do that? How? Well, he is the man, the myth, the legend. His surprise goes, You're fast. Jin Woo, what is your deal? He's a little bit surprised. He starts questioning himself. He blocked my attack. Why the hell is he so strong? And you know, this sets this. Oh man, this is where the fun begins. When people start questioning why our boy is as strong as he is, that's when the fun really begins. So he goes through his plan. This guy likes to talk a lot. I'm just going to give you that. And he likes to break down what he's going to do before he kills people so that his plan basically comes together. So he breaks down basically how he was going to kill our girl, the healer, first. And now he's kind of switched over and goes, I'm going to kill you all. Just like I did them. Oh, boy. And this ominous shadow appears behind him. And... Mr. Mage was like, wait, what? You're a guild member. And our boy, uh, boy Jin Woo, he's hearing something, something else. He's getting, he's getting this feeling that something else is there. And you're going through like these little lines of what's other, what others are going through. And he's just dealing with a hundred things. Like, all these lines are passing through his head. And then we go into blood. I can't, I can't die. It's because the, the man who was going to bow down to him was talking to himself the whole time. 
talking about his son, talking about what's going on, talking about the fact that he can't die right there. So his name is Kim. So Mr. Kim and this this utter shock passes over Jinwoo's face. Utter shock. Because Mr. Kim is going and he yells for him to be healed. Hurry up. And she goes. And she can't. She can't. She can't heal him. She can't stop the bleeding. Too much blood has been lost. And you see a pool of blood on the floor in front of him. He knows it. And this breaks Jin Woo. There are a few times where Jin Woo truly snaps. Where his character, from what we've gotten used to, just completely and utterly changes. This one is one of those early moments where he more or less just... He can't because family for him is so important. So the character to see someone who's fighting for his family to be lost in that way is just horrible to him. And this puts him in a different state of mind. So Mr. Kim is there on the floor bleeding out talking about apologizing to him as he's about to die. As he dies, he puts his head down, bows down to Jin Woo, and apologizes. Imagine that as the main character. Just imagine going through this whole thing where you don't really hate the guy. He, You know he doesn't hate you. It's just the circumstances led to this awful decision that he had to make. And now here you are in the middle of it as the main character dealing with that. And you, he knows that he's, the other guy knows he's about to die. He's apologizing to you. To you. Yo, that hits different. That hits so different. He bowed his head, apologized, and died. Oh, and we get cold over General. And the guy is once again just developing a story. Developing the story of how he's going to get away with this. One day, a gate opened, and monsters overran the hunters. It's like a natural catastrophe. I thought of a good story just now. It used to be a massacre story with the goblins, but I guess I should change it up a little. The criminals, the criminals broke free and tried to escape. After killing all of you, they tried to attack me, who was busy fighting the boss. But it was too much for them to kill the B-rank hunter. And therefore, I was the only one who survived the raid. How about it? The people outside would believe this story, right? Jin Woo, you piece of... And the mage goes like, no, he's not someone you can beat. I will do it. He's a B-rank there's no way he would be hit by a C rank like me. This is our boy Mage thinking to himself. Plus, he's an assassin type. I can't beat him at speed. So he says to Mr. Kim's dead body, Mr. Kim, I'm borrowing this for a while. Picks up a sword. If you remember earlier in earlier chapters, he is a highly trained swordsman, even with one hand. And he asks the the healer to, you know, Juhi to 
Give him a physical strength buff. She goes, yeah, 100%. This helps. Boy gets all ramped up. He looks good. And, of course, Mr. Blue is just looking down at him. 100%. But what he doesn't understand is that he's dealing with a high-ranked swordsman. Just... Not a swordsman in the powers of being a hunter. A swordsman in the powers of being human. Of course, the magician breaks down the whole part as we go on to chapter 31. He breaks down everything in his head. He knows he's less. He's not as strong. He knows he's not as fast. He knows all of that. But he has advantages that the other guy doesn't realize that he has. Like, his ability with the sword is not something he expects. His ability... You know, to understand how swordplay work is not something that Mr. Blue would expect. And he's going to use his mage powers to his own advantage in different ways. This, of course, leaves Jin Woo just looking on like, oh, Okay, what, what, what do I do here? Of course, he makes an attack, makes it look like he cut through him, but the guy is so fast. Mr. Blue is fast. And he's trying, and he's trying, and oof, doesn't work. He gets cut. She buffs him again. And he's annoyed by the healer. So he goes after her, and of course, our boy, this is the problem. When you make a straight beeline for somebody else, you leave yourself an opening from a different direction. And when you do that for someone who's actually a swordsman, but mage powers as a hunter... It leaves you too much of an opening, but he does block it because his speed is just insane. And he once again can't keep up, so he can't. So Mr. Blue can't go after her, our girl. And then the mage can't hit him because even though he gets an upper hand on him, it's not enough for him to win the fight. And of course, Mr. Blue just breaks out a whole different level of attack and rips apart the mage on so many different parts, just like zigzagging across and attacking on many different angles. And he's going, he's like, we get a demon look on him. Good. That's very smart of you. Seems you've realized that there's no use trying to fight me. And, you know, there... <laughs> Is there really any use trying to fight? Because this guy has you outclassed on so many levels. Because you're not on his level. But the mage understands. Oh. You know, he gets it. And there he is. He's about to get hit. The strike is about to come down. And this is where I was telling you about. He breaks out an attack in the middle of it using his mage abilities. Fire just brains down on him. You wonder if it works, and it didn't. It's not the same level, man. It's just a complete. He's he's a completely different skill set, and it's better than yours. He's about to kill him, and Jin Woo's done standing beside. He's done being, you know, just a a viewer. No, it's time. He's involved. He deflects the final attack, and our boy. You again? Who are you? What's your rank? Song Jin Woo. E rank. But the 
pose, man, is what kills me. Like, whoever drew this pose right here on chapter 31, where he's saying what rank he is, and you see the sword and like a shadow, the dagger and like a shadow behind him, and the way his feet and his arm are positioned, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Like, this whole pose is... If you ever saw one of those fighter move, fighter games where, you know, the boxer goes sideways and starts jumping up and down on his toes, that's exactly what he looks like. Alright, so they separate. And, you know, Mr. Blue can't... No, there's no way. That can't be. You're not an E-rank. The major surprise. How the hell did you do that, son of a... General... Oh, Jesus. If you were a power type, then unleashing that kind of string would have been possible for even E-Rank. However, seeing your reactions be just now, you're not normal. How did you block my attack two times after all? Then are you an assassin type? No, that's not it either. You've been hiding your strength, haven't you? Oh, here comes that term up again. Is he a fake ranker? Is he? There's no way a fake ranker would let anyone who saw their real power live. Then there's only one answer. You've been reawakened. Oh, yeah. Different kind. Reawakened, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what is that? Reawakened is... Basically going through a second iteration of becoming a hunter and just getting another power, which happens with some, but it's not what his thing is. In that case, let me teach you a lesson as your superior. Boy, you ain't nobody superior. Like, this guy has some gall to think that he can even step to our boy. Like, how are you believing you even have a chance? Who do you think you are's? You know who you are's? Nobody. You know who Jin Wu is? The man. And of course, Jin Wu kind of wants to understand things as he does them. He doesn't just, he's not just going to kill to kill. He's not going to get rid of this guy because he doesn't. He wants to understand, like, why? why? Why is this happening? Why is this occurring? Why would you even think about doing something like this? So we asked him, tell me, why did you do this? What, this? Kill the prisoners? I mean everything. Oh. That's a pretty damn scary face you got there. Line up. It's not like I'm doing this for fun. And we get a little flashback of the money and the exchange with the guy to kill the, one of the prisoners. You know, of course he's doing it for money. He's an assassin. He's a psychopath. I can't just refuse a father whose daughter was manhandled by these criminals. I'm tired to refuse by raising the price, but he accepted it right away. Although things have been like this, I don't want to hurt you guys. We promise... To not speak of today's incident, I will let you all go. Don't know. You may say that, but your expression tells me that you want to teach us a lesson and show us who's superior. No? And he just has this creepy serial killer face on. 
I had no intention of believing your words in the first place. There's no reason to believe someone who was creating random stories about death moments ago. Oh, and that's where the fight begins. Mr. Blue just breaks out his speed and attacks Jin Woo, and Jin Woo deflects him again. But there's a second dagger behind him. Huh. It doesn't matter if you believe me or not. It's just a pitfall that all of you will die alongside these instinct, insects. And you're damn pitiful as well. What? Because you will die soon. I don't know how many ranks you rose since E-Rank, but it won't be as easy as you think. Oh, he unleashes a power and Jinwoo misses. Slow. Pretty fast. And the mage is left stunned. How the hell can they move so fast? He really is no longer the Mr. Sun, I know. You know, it... <laughs> This is where the fight begins, ladies and gentlemen. And you know, they're going back and forth and looks like three billion won't, won't, won't be enough for this job. I didn't think I'd meet a hunter like you in a D-rank dungeon. We move at the same speed. Is that as fast as you can go? And honestly, it, it's a valid question because we've never seen Jinwoo tested as much. Is that as fast as he can go? And we have our girl buffing him like she did the mage. And Mr. Mr. Blue just breaks out another level. And he goes faster. Can Jinwoo actually keep up? And so far he is. He's keeping up with him. They're matching blow for blow. You get these beautiful drawn strike scenes where their powers are interacting in the hits. And, and our guy is just thinking to himself, even if we have similar specs and skills, our differences in experience is too vast. And that difference will lead to your defeat! If you're gonna protect your healer, then do it right. And you know, it, it's an interesting assessment. If you're gonna protect somebody, do it the way it needs to be done. But he forgot that the mage was there. Secondary protection. Oh, but he breaks out the same attack that he did on the mage and just strikes a Jinwoo everywhere. Hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. And it, it hits, but it doesn't hit like he would want it to. And he's asking the guy, um, could you lower your killing intent, please? It's sensitive to killing intent. The system activated on its own again. Oh! Gave him a little quest. Emergency quest. Extermination. There are players who have killing intent towards you in close proximity. Slay them and ensure your safety. If the quest is not completed, your heart will stop. Number of players to kill? One. Number of players killed? Zero. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. I'm coming. Jinwoo. I'm holding the advantage. What is he thinking? Oh, baby. Like, we're, we're we're heading towards the culmination of, of this little fight and this little interaction between these two characters. Now, this brings to light a couple characteristics that Jin Woo hadn't shown before. First, the extreme defensiveness that he has towards people that he likes and he respects. The extreme 
dislike of people just randomly hurting each other. He doesn't like that. That was shown before in a, the other dungeon where he had to kill those seven guys where we got the same kind of message where he got this quest out of nowhere to do because they had killing intent towards him. And because of that, it shows what kind of character he has and what kind of character he is. Because if you think about it, this is a little bit different from anyone else that you see in anime and similar at the same time. Because, yeah, everybody, all main characters want to protect their people and all of that. But Jinwoo doesn't just want to protect his people and the people that he loves and care about. He wants to protect the sanctity of not having to kill anybody. Because he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that part of anything that he has to do. The intent to kill and want to kill is not something that is within him of a character. He wants to be strong enough to protect long term. Strong enough to continuously protect those he loves and he cares about. And it comes with having to destroy monsters. But having to kill other people leaves him a little... Uh, I don't want to do that. So, this fight, as it continues, pushes his own understanding of himself and his own understanding of what he's willing to do to protect those he loves. And he's happy for the system coming on right now. Like, as we go into chapter, you know, 33, and we get the, the what's going to be the tail end of this fight and the, two, the interaction that they have... Jin Wu is now happy for the system coming into play in this way because it's able to push him. And he's able to show off a little bit more. Now our boy Mr. Blue, in these, some of these pictures now, Mr. Purple, he starts talking to himself because he does that a lot. He considers him an assassin type. And he believes he's an assassin type and he believes he's the best counter to Jin Wu. You'll learn quickly, <laughs> you don't counter Jin Wu. You just hope to survive. And Jinwoo even says, I'm learning a lot from you. But you talk too much. Jinwoo's ability now, sprint, is activated. His, his speed is increased by 30%. But it does consume his mana. And he became faster. And that shocked the hell out of Mr. Blue. And he's wondering, does he use skills like I do? Oh, and he cut him. Jinwoo cut him. And his paralyze was activated. And bleed was activated. I see. It's your daggers. Looks like I can apply some interesting effects. But he healed himself. He's resistant. No. Because he's too strong. Like, the effects can't go that long with how strong he is. And now he seems to fade away and disappear. His presence gone. But Jim blocks it. The last second. You know, you actually blocked the attack despite me hiding my presence? Your sense is pretty great. Skill. Stealth. And our boy Mr. Blue is out here just moving randomly. Jinwoo cut him right at the Achilles. Oh, back of the leg. Cut him on the tendons. It's That's a hard place to get cut. Like, that should cripple anybody. And he's telling you the healer, if you move, you're dead. Like, they can't even do anything. They don't know what to do. Jinwoo, on the other hand, is there, bleeding at the leg. Healing up little by little. Because you remember, he does have the ability to heal in some ways. So, technically, he can recover from all of this. It just takes time. 
So, you know, and Jin Woo just looking at the guy like, you talk too much. And of course, he uses status recovery. Completely heals himself. He healed instantly. And he knows that it has its limitations to use his status recovery. Because he can't use it too often. So, Jin Woo has to find it. Has to find the guy and has to find the movement. So he's not going to get angry. He's not going to turn around and try to hurt him. or He's just going to deal with him. Oh, and he saw through his stealth again. Yeah, he does. And there's no hesitation in the way he's attacking. And it's because he realizes, Mr. Boo realizes, you've killed before. And he, he considers them the same species because of that. But there's a difference. When someone kills because they enjoy it, it's completely different when someone kills because they have no other choice. And that's a huge difference because the intent to kill for enjoyment doesn't mean that you're doing it because you're any good. It just means you're doing it because it feels good. The intent to kill because you have no other choice means that when you do it, you're not taking any joy from it. You're just doing it. So, they're going at each other with speed and just huge. And Jin Woo, this boy came out with the same attack that he did before, slashing at him everywhere. And Jin Woo is just dodging, like deflecting everything. It's making him mad. It's, it's making Mr. Blue mad. Like, what? I can't. What? How? What am I supposed to do? I can't hit him. What? what uh, uh, yeah, he's basically frozen like that. So Jin Woo deflected everything, right? He went through attack. Took away all the attack, and now he's reaching the point where I'm done with you. And he breaks out bloodlust. Oh man, and that puts our boy Mr. Blue in this state of where the fuck? He's like in a pool of water, just feeling, what is this? What is going on? Oh my god. And he's scared because there's darkness covering him. And you get the first impression of those laser blue eyes that Jin Woo gets when he's in that zone zone. You know, that zone zone. And Mr. Blue. Is this his shadow? Oh, he's just, he's destroyed. And Jin Woo, bam! Sword to the heart. Dagger to the heart. But just out of nowhere. Like, there was no movement in it. There was nothing. It was just a straight dagger out of nowhere to the heart and that's the way chapter 33 ends it's like that's the way the fight ends straight up dagger to the heart it's just epic and you know before this gets too long i think we're gonna cut it off here at 33 at the end is very dungeon and we'll pick up on the next one and there's a lot of little filler interactions that happen for the next couple chapters before the next big arc and we'll go through all those fillers and we'll talk about you know what it is and as I said, Fridays will be the walkthrough for Solo Leveling until we catch up to the current chapters that are out there, currently up to 121. When we get there, we will just break down chapters week over week, talk about what's happening in each chapter. And as you see, this shit gets very interesting. It's better to be done in blocks than done just one chapter at a time. So I really hope we don't get to 122 or 3 anytime soon. Like That way we have time to enjoy the process of this. Plus... We're going to get to some good stuff coming up. Solo leveling gets so good going forward. 
And then hopefully when the anime comes out, we'll do this for the anime version and see how it compared to us reading the manga. But thank you. I appreciate it. Anybody who listen, I love it. You guys are amazing. Everybody that's downloading, you guys are amazing. We've hit over 350 downloads. That's incredible. In basically two weeks since the 200 mark, we could hit 400 in the next week or so. You guys are unbelievable. Thank you for sticking around, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Thank you.